Agents of Damned is a podcast intended for adults, featuring mature content that includes but is not limited to inappropriate language and themes, verbal depictions of sexual themes and ideas, and potentially triggering depictions of depression, alcoholism, horror, and emotional and verbal abuse. Listener discretion is advised. We at Agents of Damned would like to give special thanks to the third-party creators that we're uh, using during this season. Now, for monster stat blocks, we've been using uh, Nurgle's uh, Extended Bestiary and uh, Cobalt Press's uh, Tome of Beasts. So, thank you very much for those there. Um, and our magic items have been courtesy of the wonderful Mr. James Gifford. Uh, you can find them all at their respective social medias. And uh, please make sure that you're giving special attention and uh, support to those third party creators out there. Hey everybody, welcome to Agents of Damn the Contractor's Arc. I am your DM with his rock turret in rock science. You're the one who <laughs> said don't one, say you're, it. You're the one who specifically said not to say it, right? This is Great. all on you. Now, now we're going to be here for like a half hour now. <laughs> Alright, for context, if anyone listens to the after show, we just, like, we're doing a double recording right after my my breakdown. About rock turret in rock science. If you want to know what he's talking about, <laughs> be a patron. Yeah, be a patron. Listen to the after show. <laughs> okay, Christina, say your thing. Hi, guys. I'm Christina. I don't have my rock turret. Actually, no. I technically <laughs> not my. I don't have a rock turret, but I you have, have a rattlers. I have a rattler. Rattlers. Really? Rockerlers. Rockerlers. Anyway, I play Leah. Hey guys, I'm Chelsea. I don't have a rock turret or a bachelor's, but I do have a bachelor's and I play Tara. Severing the cursed chain, you hear the heartless echoes of weeds. Hi guys, I'm Jordan, sometimes Hoshi, and I'm playing Post to El Delvery. Should I play the phone how to do a rocks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in order. Right now, I need to go get my doctorate so I can just call it there a rock. There's probably one that has to do with wood. I just don't, uh, not wood with rocks. I just don't know if I've gotten to it yet. Gotta do one about rocks. Gotta be topical every time. Hold on, let me let me see if I can find it. Uh, no, I have I have not gotten to that yet. I haven't actually gone through all the episodes yet because it is a lot and I lose focus. Mood. Yep. Valid. Anyway, recap. Yeah. Recap. You guys were in the compound of the, the twin ogres, who you find out weren't really twins, and only one of them's an ogre. You met Vox and Fig Slewbang. You got taken on a tour of the facility uh, for them to finish your fake ID for your totally real cousin. And after all of that, she gave you a little bit of backstory on the two of them, like why they're together, why they were on this enterprise, to build trust as they offered you a job. Why don't you kind of tentatively took? Because in a moment of a very tense discussion, uh, this is one that I definitely like skipped over during the after show. Like that uh, fully could have been like a whole combat. 
you guys managed to convince them that you were not the ones that have been tampering with their security system someone else had. Which, to your credit, was true. It was a wood elven man with a heavily artificed pistol, a skull mask that marked him as a member of Clan Calavera that Leah thought to be dead, and that only got caught by you guys because after completing a flawless run of getting what he needed to, having it safely in his suitcase, and being about to leave, he stopped to have a cookie. It's cookie in man. The cookie room. It's cookie man. Yeah, cookie man. <laughs> oh, cool, cookie man. <laughs> Tell us more about the Cookie Man, Drew. It's a cool name that can't Yeah, say Cookie it. Man. See, Drew, the more you tell us, please don't, the more we're going to do it. Right. So I don't know what the you're- The more you build on my yeah. desire for vengeance. Very well. I'm not going to call him Cookie Man, but That's you, get, you do as you wish. You know, you do what you please. Anyway, like, he, kudos to you guys for picking up on this one. Seemed kind of temporally displaced, which- Given the explanation of like the compounds and stuff that they use to make these IDs did not seem super left field. And then, even though you guys were able to get the attention of uh, Vox Lubang, which uh, is the more visually imposing of the two siblings, he seems to have fully escaped doing some uh, some temporal tomfuckery after apologizing for shooting your friend, as he did shoot Post in the leg. And that's where we begin our tale. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys we've got our initiative from like the, the previous time through oh good <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to we're going to keep going through that initiative but I'm going to add a couple faces on the board now these faces are in play but they will be uh, you know, kind of revealed as you enter, enter rooms like you're in a room right now you kind of caught a glimpse of like Vox like out in the hallway so like you know about him but past that, you don't know, like, what's going on. Um, you do know where, like, the the main manufacturing area is, and, like, that's where you heard the commotion. Uh, so I'll visually point that out to you guys here, but as far as you guys listening at home, know that, like, they know what direction they're going and, like, they are. Uh, unless they are just full in a really big left-field mood uh, move, probably headed in that direction. Now's <laughs> the time for us to go and assassinate the other sibling. <laughs> I mean, you can do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, like the moral do we talk, you can fully do that. And Leah, it is your turn with a dirty twenty on initiative. Hmm, great. Do we? So we can either we can either go after him or go into the manufacturing plant. Basically, is it two options? Uh, pretty much. You could attempt to chase him down. <laughs> strong emphasis on attempt yeah because it yeah. went so well last time I said you can attempt that I am not going to dictate what actions you should take or what are most likely to succeed I will allow you to try to discern that via context clues in your own uh, your own brains your own brain power I believe in you I believe in you to not choose bad decisions yeah. I highly why? Doubt. What about what we've done so far makes you think that's going to happen? Truly nothing. <laughs> I'm just trying to be hopeful. Alright, so Leah will rush out of this room and go ready herself by the entrance to the manufacturing room and I guess like peek in around the corner and try to see if she can get a glimpse of what's actually going on in there before fully entering. 
Alright, as you do that, you do get eyes on everything going on over there in the room. Now, I'll describe that before I place our uh, friends here. Uh, but you do see, like, you know, the there is a security team. The commotion is not gone unnoticed. Four of, like, the bigger, like, bruiser-type dudes that you, uh, like, kind of just saw as you're going through um, have entered the area to see, like, you know, the hell's going on. Um, a lot of people that were initially there when you were in the room are missing, mostly just, like, the regular workers. Is Calvin there? Calvin is not currently there. He's brooding. <laughs> he's, out th- he's out there somewhere brooding. <laughs> we can feel it. And you also see a woman there who strikes you as someone who was not there previously, which is odd to you, and that you did kind of look through the area thoroughly. And the other thing that is odd about her is that she too wears a mask, but not one that is like, Similar to like her, I guess, partner in this, uh, and that it covers the full of her face. Uh, she has like a you know, a big hood up over, like they're kind of like obscuring like the entirety of like her, you know, her personage there. Um, but what is not obscured is both of her arms, which are disproportionately large and fully mechanical. Now I'm going to place the minis. Mm. Not your buddies, as they so, are white. Well, yeah, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> but they seem to have kind of like sprung to the aid of the, you know, the woman that has uh, appeared here in the room that I, uh, I believe you can safely assume is Molly. And as you kind of peek yourself into the room, you kind of see like, oh, the people that are like missing have like fled. And the people that aren't missing are... Uh, kind of strewn about heavily injured. And uh Molly kind of like looks out to like the the security team. She has not clocked you yet. But she does say, "Who else needs a hug?" Well, I had to use my bonus action to get as far as I did, so I've used that. Have they technically taken a turn in combat yet? I will be nice and say no. We're going to call the woman Molly, and we're going to call her two friends Bad Hench 1 and Bad Hench 2. Is one to my left or my right? To your left. I guess, who looks who looks less healthy between the two, Bad Hench 1 or Molly? Molly looks dangerous. I'm going to hit Bad Hench 1. <laughs> Alright, make an attack on Bad Hench 1. God. <laughs> Probably not. Both of those are terrible. Has the curse moved to you now? I might have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the higher of those. 14. That hits. Oh my god. There's no chance in hell a 10 hits. That does not hit. Yeah, okay. He takes 11 damage. 11 damage. Ouch. You, what are you doing? Are you, throwing a, are, you, are you sticking? Are you staying in your lane and throwing shovels? Of course, I'm staying in my lane and throwing shovels. <laughs> what shovel else would she be doing? And in true Leah fashion, you catch him dead in the center of the fucking chest. He was like, "Oh, ow, what the fuck?" Uh, and he does not look good from that one. <laughs> I was like, "Leah's doing good." <laughs> 
Yeah, part of the course. Leah like looks at Vox and is gesturing to him to like go attack them, but I'm sure he already has such an inkling. Um, but that I think is her turn. Alright, and you're in luck because Vox is next in the initiative order. So Vox moves himself up. He uses a free object interaction to pick up a cookie off the ground and eat it. <laughs> the one I threw. <laughs> Uh, and he's going to make his way into the room. And this massive boy gets himself right in front of Molly. Uh, he looks to her and says, Bad. And she goes, Oh, you definitely need a hug. Concerning. And he's going to... <laughs> what? No, there's nothing concerning about that. It's fine. Yeah, there's nothing concerning. So he's going to make an attack. He is going to miss with his first swing of his mighty club. He goes like way too wide and she like dodges out of the way with like an unnerving amount of dexterity. Like she does that whole kind of like matrix like lean back dodge and like pulls herself back up. She goes like, whoa there big guy. Uh, but he gets another attack. That one is going to hit. So he's going to hit with his uh, big, big, a uh, big boy club, uh, and he is going to do eleven damage. Uh, so he raises that club like high above his head. Just you know, for, like first time, like swings wide. He's like, "Whoa, there, big guy!" He carries like back around and goes like, Nurr! and then just absolutely like smashes like down on top of her head. It does look like she kind of blocks with one of those, like, mechanical arms and takes, like, a bit of damage, but braces herself. Uh, she takes the 11 damage, uh, does not seem bothered. But that is fine. What's not fine is that it's time for Bad Hench number one, who <laughs> has a, a, a shovel <laughs> And has to get past a bunch of people in order to get to me, so I'm okay, I think. <laughs> so he, like, looks over at you and, like, has the thought to try to, like, get past Vox, and then, like, gets eyes on Vox, and Vox looks at him so much larger than he is. <laughs> Leah and Vox grins. just shakes his head side to side slowly, and the guy goes like, okay, yeah. And so he <laughs> instead is going to, instead he's going to fight Vox. Leah's grinning. <laughs> Super cheeky. So he's going to attack Vox. Oh, that is going to hit. Leah narrating from the background. Ooh, Fig is not going to be happy about that. Thank you for narrating for us. We haven't left the room yet. We can't see. <laughs> He's going to do six damage on Vox, which Vox also in like similar fashion. Like he like, you know, the guy like swings around with like a big old like battle axe. And then like it kind of like sinks into Vox a little bit. And he goes like, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's pretty much like it. Like he doesn't see like. He seems bothered by, like, the idea that, like, someone hit him more than, like, the actual damage. <laughs> Honestly, you should not have done that. Oh, did someone hit Vox? Yeah, it was stupid. Wow, that's really stupid. Right? And Bad Hench, too, is gonna go, like, Alright, man, I'm gonna take my chances uh, elsewhere. Uh, after seeing that kind of display. And he's gonna move, he's gonna provoke an opportunity attack. So many people. Vox is going to provoke so many. That's going to be a miss from Vox. So he's going to move himself over here to the uh, to good hench. good hench, good hench three, 
And he's going to make himself an attack. He's going to swing his mighty battle axe wide at good hench number three, our favorite henchman. And we know his name outside of this. I don't know. I'm more, nope. pro- I'm more, I'm more preferential to good hench number one, whose mini I believe I recognize. <laughs> what? No, I know you don't. <laughs> I may be reusing some minis from previous campaigns for what? those that are listening at home. You mean you don't burn them immediately after they've been used once? Nah, they told me to stop doing that or they'd call the fire marshal. (laughs) (laughs) Assholes, they don't understand my art. (laughs) And that's going to be Bad Henge 2's turn. He does not much. Now it's time for Good Henge. Good Henge number one. He's going to try to flank Bad Henge 1. And... Alright, this dice is fired. (laughs) <laughs> miss. He's gonna miss. These no, guys keep aren't those good dice. at hitting things. Well, no, we want we want good hench to do good. Oh, never mind. That's Sorry. the end of good hench one. Now it's good hench three's turn. I I said the dice was fired, and I rolled the same dice because he missed again. <laughs> Time for good hench four. I remember to use different dice for this one. He is going to hit. He is going to do. Damn, son, eleven damage. 11 damage on Bad Hench 2. They're both not looking happy. That guy also goes like, Ow! Fuck! And we go over to Good Hench 2. Interesting order. I don't know, man. That's how they rolled. (laughs) Have a little dice roller up for when I need to discreetly roll and you guys not notice it. Also, no, they don't have very good luck there. Uh, Post killed something, I guess. <laughs> I did? You should. You said go kill to. something. Oh, I thought you said I did kill something. I was like, <laughs> no, go kill something. did no, we go skip my turn? Some. No, go kill Yeah, you don't Post go, remember? You rolled a zero. zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Post gets up from his nap, I guess. All right, so at the very least, I like, go up here. So I was like, all right, I have not seen literally anything that's been going on. What's going on? Leah just gestures inside. All of that fuckery. Are we concerned with that fuckery, or do we want to go after the suitcase guy? Because it seems like there's not much room, honestly. Do we see Fig anywhere? You do not uh, visually see Fig. We could call out for Fig. I think at least some of us should, but if you think you can catch up to him and can handle getting that suitcase back, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I could certainly catch up to him. Okay, then go get that suitcase. All right. Uh, bonus action, expeditious retreat. So I can now go... Let's see, that gives me a bonus action, so if I use my full movement, I can get... I believe that would be 120 feet. Are you absolutely certain? Yeah. I'm, I'm acting in a way that feels correct. So I'd be able to go an extra 100 feet down the hall that way. Do I just take myself off the board? Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, yeah, so I, I go all the way down. Do I see anything within the extra 100 feet that guy run? Like, any sign of him? Because it's still the same turn of initiative that he got away, so. You do not see any, like, immediate signs of him in, the, like, the, the distance that you have covered. Damn, that's a long distance he got. I mean, he can fuck around with time, dude. You get the sense that he did have, like, some pathway of escape, but you're not quite sure of it. You can roll for me 
uh, an investigation to try to figure out like what pathway of escape he may have taken. Nope. Nope. Alright, so he is gone. Do you have any more like movement or anything? Uh I use my literal entire action economy. Ooh. Alright, then that is Tara. Well, I guess she's gonna move over to Leah, because there's no way she's catching up with Post. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so like, Katara just, like, kind of peeks into the room by Leah. It's like, oh, you weren't kidding about the fuckery. Very, very much fuckery. Very much fuckery. Uh, I guess we're involving ourselves in this combat. At least me and Leah are. Uh, I'll be back next round. Yeah, I'll be back next round. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on how that dude was, I don't think we're catching up to him as far as Post, even if... Ha- as fast as post is, uh, so I guess this is our best option to help out with this. Uh, and so she's gonna aim her bow at which henchman did Leah stab in the stuff? Which one has the shovel? One? That one's a shovel. <laughs> this one has the shovel. Bad hench one. That hench one. Yeah, we'll go after hench one. I'm a fighter. What? It's like, it's like, what can I do? It's like Chelsea, you shoot things. That's what you do. Just put an arrow next to the shovel. Just put an arrow next to the shovel. That's what you do. You're not a spellcaster. Just shoot things. You're casting arrow. Yeah, I'm casting arrow. I'm gonna use the dice of Drew and Christina. I'm letting the me spell gun. Are you ready to meet God? <laughs> Let's see if y'all's dice roll any better for Tara. Eight, seven, says fifteen. That'll hit. Yay! All right, there we go. I did something! Hooray! Nine damage. So, on Bad Hench 1, like, you're noticing, like, you there's a lot of commotion going on, and you, like, realize that Leah's throwing, like, a shovel into him, and so you're using, like, the glint of the metal off of the shovel to, like, help, like, align your hit. You <laughs> let the arrow fly. You hear the tink of metal against metal. As you realize you have, like, hit the shovel and hammered it in further into his body. Ooh, as no, he falls to, to the ground dead. Oh, oh that was satisfying sound. Nice, nice shot. As you honestly exactly killed him. Nice. It's like, Haley, as she lets out for a fist bump with Leah. And Leah responds with a fist bump. Haley. And you see Molly look over and go like, aww. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, I guess that would be Tart's turn next. He has his own movement, doesn't he? Or Well, he used it to get, be next to you, though. Oh, that's fair. Never mind, then. Uh, Does he have like some sort of like a range thing he can do, or is he just like a bitey boy? No, he's just a bitey boy. He doesn't have anything ranged yet. Okay, I haven't looked at it in a hot minute, so I didn't remember. Next time. Next time. You maybe. did murder a dude. I, I did murder, murder a dude. <laughs> He is dead. He'll never see his family again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he got into this life, so. (laughs) Don't start making it seem like us doing combat is morally ambiguous, for fuck's sake. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Alright, so that's Tara's turn. Yep. Now replacing uh, the mysterious man that you met earlier in the order is Molly. Everyone's having a good time with Molly, right? No. We haven't seen her do anything, really. Yeah, we haven't seen her do anything yet, but from the context, cool. I'm guessing anything is not good. No, no it'll she's be just a hugger. fine. It'll be all good. She's just a hugger. And she's going to give Vox a hug. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be totally fine. Hugs. Hugs and cookies. That's what this episode's going to be about. Yeah, that needs what? to be the episode title. Actually, lock it in. Hugs and cookies. Hugs and cookies. 
Uh, so Vox does get a hug. Her mechanical arms uh, extend out at the joints and like get longer and longer like serpents, effectively. Uh, and they curl around Vox's legs and arms and his body and his neck and his face. And then uh, constrict upon him. That's unfortunate. And she is going to do 18 damage. That's rude. Uh, to which, like, you kind of see, like, Vox is like a, like a big dude. You see him, like, almost, not like crumple, but you see him, like, shrink back at the the force of what has happened to him. And he just screams. He cries out. Um, and in the distance, you can hear Fig kind of cry out in response and go like, Where's my brother? So uh, it can be assumed that she may be in the mix soon. And, uh, well, now our boy uh, Vox is you know, damaged and grappled. Or he would be continuing to be grappled. Were it not for... The legendary action. He has, like, legendary actions, right? Depends on them. Depends on what side of the screen I'm on. Right. And I mean, I'm on the side of the screen where legendary actions are pretty neat. I mean, as a concept, yes. Facing them as a player, eh, not really. Don't worry, don't worry, it'll be fine. So all that's going (laughs) to happen is that she can choose to release her grapple. Interesting. By slamming them. Oh. Oh! Okay. Into other people? Into other people. Oh, oh fun. An amount of people proportionate to the size of the slammy. Oh. Oh, man, he's real big, isn't he? You know, yeah. it's a good Oh, thing. no, I'm, I put a big, a real big boy in here. And, ah, oh, geez. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I couldn't have planned something real awful like this. You know, I'm glad no, I'm behind a wall all. right now. <laughs> I'm Anywho, glad I'm down the hallway right now. <laughs> I'm going to roll a couple of things here. Oh, um, gosh. You won't need to know the details of this unless you do later. So, uh, head on a swivel. Love that. Cool. Cool. I'm going to roll some different stuff. <laughs> this isn't nerve-wracking at all. I know. Oh, no. All good. <laughs> no, it's, always, it's always great when the DM is rolling a ton of dice and you have no idea what it's for. It is for normal, completely safe for everyone involved things. <laughs> I know. So, I will come out of this, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me describe what you see. Like, you see that whole, like, exchange of, like, oh, the curl around, the, the, the bone cracking, the screaming, the... Oh, a bad time for Vox, and ah, oh, it looks like he's, uh, like, real trapped in there. Uh, and then, uh, you see what you didn't think you would ever see. Uh, a full ogre gradually getting lifted up off of the ground. And then slammed back down onto the ground, onto his two henchmen buddies. Taking 20 points of damage oh. a piece. Are they pancakes? They, they like are. <laughs> well, it's good hench. Uh, I believe we had them designated as one and three. And uh, they're not pancakes uh, in that uh, pancakes are very like uniform. These are more like, they're more of a, a paste because they are dead. Oh, Leah turns to Tara and has an oh shit look on her face and is like, what the 
fuck is that? So it's going to move them <laughs> off of the board. And I'm going to move our big boy over here because he is also a Perone. But, you know, that was like, you know, uh, technically Molly had already ended her turn. And uh, she used her legendary action for that. And now it's Leah's turn. What do you want to do, Leah? Oh. What do you want to do? Oh, Molly just like picked up a whole big boy and then she like kind of like looked over. She's like, all right, now you do something. <laughs> <laughs> now you go. <laughs> now you do it. <laughs> so you're going to run up and melee, right? <laughs> She's like really friendly about it. She's like, now you. <laughs> uh-uh. No, thank you. <laughs> Leah's watching that and she just slowly starts shaking her head no. Like, I have never seen anything like that before and I don't think I want to up close. Honestly, do we want to just like leave? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would be totally against that idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those people were literally crushed to death. They're paced now. They're paced now. <laughs> They're paced now. He's paced now. They're paced now. I'd rather not be paced now, nor ever. Listen, knowing what I do know about this particular group, um, I would like to leave. Uh, if you have no op- oppositions to that, I nope, have a sense no, of self-preservation, no, so no, let's go. Uh, no <laughs> reservations here, let's go. All right. <laughs> That's just a nope, not today. What are you doing, Leah? It is your turn. You have to describe an action that you <laughs> take. I know, I was thinking. She takes her full action to discuss a retreat. You both discuss retreating and then stand exactly where you are. You don't go like, man, we should really be running. It's like, oh, for sure. Don't, be, don't move. Is if, is if these bunny feet would do a little uh, clip clap on out of here. Yeah, I know. Are you saying she needs the beat feet? <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm not because I refuse to stoop to your level. As far as we know, the only exit is in the direction of where the guy escaped to. Oh, yeah. You guys did get uh, knocked out when you got dragged down here. So, yeah, you don't. Uh... Hmm. Oh, shit. No, that's you right. <laughs> Yeah, you got taken on a tour, and they showed you a bunch of like stuff around here. You have you know you you do not know how, uh, which way is out. You have no idea how to get out of here. The tour did not include the exit and entrance. You hadn't agreed to work for him yet. Fair. <laughs> Wait, I looked at the map. I looked at the map. What did the map have any? Ah, uh, you did. I look did look at, at the map. map. Does the map have any exits? Do I remember any exits? Thank God, you All and right. your memory. <laughs> you did look at the map, and the map does have exits marked okay now it is in the direction that you saw the other guy going uh however like you don't see like any that are like close to the point where like um by any excuse me any reasonable estimate he should have gotten out of there that quickly so uh that does lend additional credence to like the idea you guys have uh floating around that he may have gotten out uh by some other means well technically i'm the only one who knows that they don't really know that he's like out out oh yeah like that Actually, yeah, as far as you guys know, uh, because he just kind of uh, ran off screen, uh, running in that direction is the direction of the exit, but also where the other guy went. As far as you know, you guys are going to go down there and see me engaging in fisticuffs. As far as we know. Yeah, so uh, Leo will start hop-footing it in that direction towards the exit and be like, follow me! (laughs) (laughs) 
And then as she's running down there, when she's far enough away from there, she's going to sh- start shouting after Fig to make it still kind of look like they're looking for her. Like, you need to get over there now. Because she's going to, she's she's trying to save a little bit of face. Um, she's like, Fig, there's a situation, and we are not suited to handle this situation alone. If nope. you can hear me, you need to get in there now. Nope, we're, we're not qualified for that. <laughs> this is above my pay grade. Very, very far above our pay grade. I'm uh, sure they're doing well, great back there. Someone, I can't if, wait to rejoin them in a moment. <laughs> if if someone could uh, just move me about uh, 40 feet in the direction down the hall of the exit. No, other way. Other way? Yeah. yeah. Now, as you around that corner. Huh. Oh, please. Please, please, please. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, I just produced a little tiny mini of a, you know, a, a halfling with some flamethrowers that we might recognize uh, as Fig, emerging from her office on the way to go help her brother. Yeah, luckily there's an entrance right there to the room, it looks like, so Fig, there's a situation, you should go and get in there and help because- Where, where are you going? I'm trying to find you, there's a situation. Oh, okay. I... Look! Ah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I'm going to help. Why? I was on the way already. Why are you, like, going in the opposite direction, though? Because your office is here, and I wasn't sure if you heard everything. We don't know what's going on. Do you know how loud it is in a battle? Okay, okay. All right, so, um, are, are you actually intending to, like, stand by Fig, or are you, like, fully lying and, like, we are abandoning you? <laughs> <laughs> because if we you are, are lying, fig. I need deception. <laughs> If you're like if you're telling this person to their face like hey I'm like I'm helping out just here from the back while like leaving them and their brother to whatever fate may befall them. <laughs> Lord, I have confidence in them. They got well, you just have, like you got you got to roll deception if that is like your intention. Well, I didn't know that Fig was actually that close before. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Oh, even I knew that that was going to happen. Like, oh, yep. shit, you're here. That was so obvious. Um, yeah, I know, yep. but look, Leah didn't know it even if I did. Fair. All right. Uh, heads, she might change her mind. Tails, she's fucking running. We're running. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deception and outrage, disgrace, fuck shame. Hell yeah. Thank God my roles in Baldur's Gate 3 are not representative of my roles in real life. Okay, 18 on the die plus 7, 25. Jesus Christ. She's meant to lie. She believes your little twitchy bunny ears implicitly. <laughs> she th- she thinks in her heart of hearts, this person would never leave me in a situation <laughs> they thought was dangerous. <laughs> Is there anything else you're doing with your turn, Leah? No, any other ways you want to burn this bridge? <laughs> Hey, I have succeeded. We in doing... established this is a morally morally ambiguous campaign. All right, <laughs> I'm not complaining. Morbidly ambiguous campaign. I, I am getting exactly what I ordered, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I never said Leah was a good person. In he fact, just, she is the opposite. He could just never come back here ever again for any reason ever. In fact, either depending on how directly involved they are, this is either a mission success or a mission failed immediately. Yeah, technically, like, huh? Oh, think about it. Technically, if you guys just leave. And, like, shit just kind of turns out that still works in your favor. Right. I'm like, like, you guys just leave and then, like, kind of, like, come back and this place is, like, emptied out. And it, like, it was like, well, that, that that worked out. We can say we did that. This is not Leah's problem. This is above her pay grade. That's her turn. So this is not why we are here. This is way above our pay grade for jobbers. 
But guys, we're the best of what's left. What's left? What's left is the key word. You guys are really focusing on that last word of left as in leaving, and I feel like that's going to get the mantra. But I'm also not currently involved in this conversation, so. All right, Leah, is there anything else happening on your turn? No, I said that was my turn. All right, that is your turn. Now it is Vox's turn. And he has had uh, a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day so far. He is currently prone, but he's going to use half of his movement to stand up from prone because uh, uh, he doesn't need to move anywhere to do what he would like to do. Well, none of you are in the room. None of you are in the room, and so I'm going to roll some dice on my end, and I'm not going to narrate what happens. I'm just going to do a bunch of like stuff like, ooh, Tara Ooh, can see it. Tara oh, can no. see it. I'm still there. I haven't had oh, my yeah, turn Oh, yeah, you're in the leave. doorway. And, yeah, I'm in the doorway. So I can only see. Tara sees this happen. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Tara, do you know what you see? What do I see? You see a very bloodied ogre stand from the ground and, and point at this uh, mechanically armed woman who looks at him and goes like, wow, you're very hardy. Most people are very dead. Oh, those other two guys are dead from that. Anyway, hi. Uh, and he just points at her and goes, bad I love him. And, yeah. <laughs> I like Vox. You say as you leave him to die. <laughs> Christina loves him. Leah could give half of a shit less. <laughs> She's like, no. And he is going to do what I affectionately call a big boy swing. And as we might remember from the last round, he does get two attacks. Unless he decides to do this. What? And that is going to hit. Now, he's not going to be able to do two attacks. But he's going to get a slight boost in damage, and he's going to be able to move his opponent about 15 feet. Damn. Did he win? He is going to do 15 damage to Hug and Molly. And she's going to move, uh, well, she's going to get kind of like wallop smacked 15 feet back. So, again, only Tara and Tart see this. Tart also (laughs) sees it. As you see her get like kind of like on like uh smacked but you can also kind of tell she's kind of like rolled like that she you see her take a nasty hit but it's like it, it seems similar to things that you've seen post do but like on like a grander scale and like post doesn't like you you work off like a damage resistance he's just very hardy and so you see this like woman take like a hit that like you was like that would crush a lesser man and like she took the brunt of the hit um, but does just kind of like a little like backflip land and it's still like not like she, like she got hit full on no resistances but still seems like like she's not she's, she's still like vibing which is concerning uh, yeah not great <laughs> it's not a great thing uh, but she was moved 15 feet back and that is Vox's turn not a bad turn that would be bad henches uh, bad hench one's turn Oh, wait, he is dead. He was <laughs> murdered by a dragon woman. <laughs> <laughs> On to bad henge <laughs> I did a murder. On to bad henge too, who's engaged in combat with, like, two other dudes and, like, saw his boss also kill other two, two other dudes, so feeling a little bit emboldened, but uh, has also seen his friend die. So, let's see. You know what? I'm going to do me a little roll. I'm going to see if this random guy is a full coward. Hey, do you guys want to know the number of cowardice? Uh-huh. It is apparently the number four. 
The number four is the number of cowardice. (laughs) Is four a lot of cowardice, or is that like mild average cowardice? Uh, Four is pretty cowardly. Okay, that's right. Four is is cowardly enough that you don't notice until like later on. Like you hire this guy, and then you realize about halfway through the expedition, like maybe we should not have hired this guy. (laughs) Uh, As he is going to, uh, he's going to do a full disengage. (laughs) As he sees it like, hmm, it seems like I'm expendable in this exchange, <laughs> and this will result in my death somehow. So full disengage, and he's going to move 30 feet, moving very carefully to not move into the range <laughs> of Vox Lubang, who looks damaged, but also uh, very unhappy with anyone in the vicinity who could enter that striking range. And that is going to be all of Bad Hench 2's turn, and that's going to bring us over to Fig. As Fig is sliding into the initiative order, and Fig's got halfling speed, so she's only going to move 25 feet. She does have flamethrowers, though. She does have flamethrowers, and I I feel like we should feel a little bit bad for Bad Hench, too. (laughs) Because he did just, like, you know, he sized up the situation and honestly, in my opinion, made the right decision to be like, actually, fuck this. But there was another door. Unfortunately, not for this. yeah, but that other door, like to his knowledge, had someone directly in front of it that was like, you know, ready to get froggy. He went for like the the direction where he like he didn't really see anyone, kind of like guarding. And then a little a little lady just kind of like rolls on in, running. Well, she doesn't like roll on in. She runs in with like the franticness of I heard my giant ogre brother scream out in pain which is not a thing that should happen and who hasn't felt that honestly yeah who hasn't felt like yo the giant ogre brother is in danger uh so anyway he's about to get roasted he does bad on the deck safe uh and uh so again so to, to narrate this he like yo he sizes up the situation thinks actually fuck this very carefully, like, gets himself around, like, all of his perceived dangers. Looks to be home free. Little halfling woman runs in, looking frantic. Like, what's going on? Where is my brother? And he's like, is that, like, uh, is that, like, the other person that we're here for? And then uh, she produces from her wrist, from her flamethrower wrist, a cone of flame that engulfs him <laughs> as he falls over absolutely barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> While screaming, where's my brother? <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, where's my brother? <laughs> and she sees her brother, like, she sees her brother, like, like makes eye contact with him, doesn't break eye contact, doesn't look at the man that she kills, <laughs> and kills this man. Please. I find it much funnier to imagine <laughs> that she sees this guy first, looks at him and screams, where's my brother, burns him before getting an answer, and then sees Fox. <laughs> he goes, oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> oh, okay. So please remove Bad Hench 2 from the board. He is fully dead. Here, join your not friends. Post. <laughs> your turn. Oh, right. I exist. Okay. So, post having completely lost sight of suitcase McTime Boy, uh, is going to like lean down, uh, or not lean, kneel down. Notice something on the ground. Sort of like, sits between his fingers, takes a sniff. Checkmate. Well, back to the group, and uh, we'll full move back the way he came. What are you finding on the ground? You'll see. It's nothing stupid, I promise. 
I, I feel like this is like as the person who's making the things that are happening, I should know like what are you what, what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. This feels like DM stuff that you're trying to like float by. Like what are you talking about? Can we go to another room so I can surprise them? Okay, I guess. Well, you I think I you told say, me about you, it. I told, I've told you, but you I have not. Alright, hold on. Oh boy, oh boy, you guys. Are you excited to try this new TTRPG thing everyone's talking about? Well, I sure am, but I heard it needs dice, and I don't know if I have any. What about you guys? No. No, no I haven't had any dice either. How are we going to game in a tabletop format without any dice? Fuck yeah! I heard you kids need some dice! Holy fucking shit, it's Derek Diceman! Watch your mouth, kid, and that's right, I'm Derek Diceman! I got you all these amazing dice from my friends over at Adventure Dice! Adventure Dice, the Canadian-based dice company? Hey, I'm the one sponsoring them, shut up! Okay! At AdventureDice.ca, you can find all kinds of dice. Metal ones, wooden ones, some as big as your head. Okay, not that last one. But there's tons of stuff that you can get there. And if you use the special promo code AGENTS at checkout, you can get an extra 10% off all dice there, with the exception of the charity dice. Wait, wow. hold on. Can we get, like, other, like, accessories, like... Dice towers and other cool stuff like a deck of many things? You can! Kid, I told you to be quiet! Why won't you love me, Father? Alright, now that you guys got your dice, let's roll for initiative! Yeah! Natural 20! I got a four. Is there something wrong with what I've said? <laughs> Jordan's is fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, know what, you, you the listener, you the listener. If like any of this gets like left in, I'm not gonna say like what he said. I was gonna tell you it was dumb, but I'm gonna <laughs> allow it. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay, so I will. Let's do this one piece at a time. So I'm there, like, oh, later. You are much further away from the room than I remember. Have we won? We're leaving. She's mouthing <laughs> as quietly as she can. <laughs> so is that a yes? <laughs> yeah. All right, good. I've been successful on my end too. Not with actually finding the person, like he fully escaped, but I think I know how to track him. What do you mean you didn't find him? He wasn't there. I thought you said you could catch up to him. Okay, we don't have to get personal about this. You didn't get the suitcase and you didn't catch up to him. I didn't even see him. You said you could. I, listen, we don't need to get personal with this. I'm dealing with some things right now, too. I don't know where he is. I know how we can find him. We'll fix this. As long as we're good here and everything is good <laughs> and we're ready to leave, then we can go. Laughs and Ron Tomatom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fight's still going on, but we're leaving. Wait, what? Leaving. Okay, okay. okay. Trusting you down here. Um, and I will uh, point to the ground and as my action cast Tensor's Floating Disc. When Tara catches up, she can jump on that and I will just run. All right. And then you just tell me where to go, you know. You sold the map. Also true. We'll ignore I said that. 
Uh, yeah, so I'll like... Well, I guess that was my action to cast that, so yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, so... Next, because I forgot that they're in the initiative order, uh, is the other two good henches that were not destroyed. <laughs> I was surprised to see that I somehow went before them. Well, the problem with that is that I forgot about them for a second, and all of that had happened. <laughs> but they're so memorable. Yeah, you know, good old good hench. I think it's uh, two and four. <laughs> four and two. <laughs> or that, sure. You just can't let me have that. Nope. <laughs> you can't have nice things. I can't even have things. All right, so good hench four and two are both going to use their actions to close in on, like, you know, the singular threat that is threatening their employment and lives. It's their funeral. They're going to throw some attacks down on her. Let's see if they hit. Uh, I don't know why I bothered rolling. Uh, that one, nope. Oh, shit, he might actually hit. Hold on. I'm concerned by the implications of they can't even nope, hit. Nope, never mind. I mean, she has monstrous AC. They, their pluses aren't very good because they are, like... Like, you guys are quote-unquote jobbers. These are literal jobbers. Like, they're like they're not... Like, they're little wiener guys, uh, to quote um, uh, Murph of uh, of college humor slash NADPOD fame. Like, oh, thank goodness. I'm guys. glad you clarified. I was so lost. Look, there could be other people that call themselves Murph. Brian Murphy. Brian Murphy, if so, by some miracle... Like he's not. Here. We know he's no, not. Let me dream. <laughs> I'm going to let you dream with Lynn Wilson. You have to manifest. 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 Brian Murphy could hear my podcast. <laughs> don't, don't fucking rain on my parade. Anyway, Brian Murphy, if by some like uh, like miracle you hear our podcast, I think you're neat. Anyway. <laughs> wow, way to, way, to, way to make the best of it. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I hope you meet Brian Murphy, and I hope you get tongue-tied, and then he, like, laughs in your face and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, he seems like the kind of person that would do that. He wouldn't. That's the thing that makes him neat. Anyway, it is Tara's <laughs> turn. Tara has been presented with a confusing set of information, because I was like, we're leaving. I ran over. I had that conversation loudly with uh, Fig, and then Post came in, and then she's like, we're leaving. Hey, you did also fully see, like, yeah, you're, like, you're the only one that's seen that Fig has entered barbecue to man. Like, that's all going on there. Like, you've got a very, um, you have an interesting choice right now. And that, like, you can be like, like, all right, full retreat. Or you can, like, get, like, in the mix and stand by, like, these new, these new people that you have met. Are you the lone hero? No, I am not. <laughs> I mean, Tara went off on a the, hero's journey, so it's like. <laughs> the plucky young adventure shit stops now. This shit is fucked. <laughs> You're like, actually, fuck adventure. <laughs> actually, this shit is scary. Look, this is part of her journey, seeing all the fucked up stuff that happens, and she's very the beginning of it, so she's, this is like, nope, uh, not today. You, th you thought you were in a fun fantasy world, but you're in Goblin Slayer. <laughs> she literally just saw, like, a giant ogre get beaten to the ground, getting all bloodied, and then a man getting barbecued. This is like, uh... Just listen to Leah, and you did, like, a tensor's floating disc or something? Yeah, there's a big floating disc just kind of next to Leah. Okay, dokie, so I guess I'm just going to use my movement and go all the way towards that. Tart comes with me, obviously. 
Tart stays behind me the hero. Like, nope, they're just grabbed by the scrub of neck. Nope. <laughs> you like you start like running, Tart's just like Rah! you just like scoop him like absolutely not. Absolutely not. You are a little Fully boy. No. You are a precious little bean. So help me I will unsummon you. Somewhere in like the depths of your mind, like as you like scoop tart, like no, you can't. It's too dangerous. You feel your father's energy. <laughs> you feel him somewhere out there in the world, like you know, there's, there's like on the farm doing farm shit, and you can sense somewhere out there. Your mother's like, you, you all right, hon? He's like, something is amiss. <laughs> she just has a disturbance in the force. <laughs> I feel it in my hand. <laughs> You're has- really obsessed with that new hand, aren't you? It's very, very good. <laughs> She just has a full-on Marlin moment from Finding Nemo. It's like, you just can't, Nemo! But is talking to Dory. And realizes, <laughs> oh no, I am the monster. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with feeling the need to protect your child, all right? It's fine. Yep. It's completely fine. Which is why Fig is going <laughs> to die a martyr. <laughs> Any hoozle. Tara, is that your whole turn? Uh, pretty much, yeah. She's not engaging with this. This is a retreat. All right, none of you guys have eyes on what's going on in that room. Have so. fun rolling dice by yourself for a minute. <laughs> what, do, what do we hear? Like, what do we overhear from the fight? Just like, oh, ah! Hold on, let me so <laughs> let me look at some things here because we got some interesting things going on in that, like, I've got to decide some things and roll some things. We have some interesting things Based on you not you seeing anything. See. I mean, we'd hear stuff, though, right? Like, We do hear a lot of fire. <laughs> a lot of fire. There was so much fire. So much blood. People turned into paste. So I'm not going to touch anything on the board to tip you guys off. So know that if you re-enter that room for any reason, it could be different. But but Molly's dead now, right? We can go back in safely. What do we, so anyway. But what do we hear? Uh, everyone roll perception. Like there will be certain things that will be a given, but roll like perception like, if you're actually like you're listening in. I think I still would be. Is there a, is it a given if I roll a three? You will You will still get... The bare minimum of you hear a lot of noise, a lot of crashing, a lot of robot sounds, a lot of screaming, and the sounds of flamethrowers going off. And we're sure we're good. I rolled an 18. I rolled a 19. You two can intuit a little bit more. I'm going to like attribute this both to, like, you know, Leah is a full uh, murder machine assassin, Her and she got big old bunny ears. She's got, like, you know, that heightened hearing. She's like you know, almost like hearing like you know, things playing out on like the battlefield. Uh, Tara, like you're like you feel like you're kind of like tapping into something with like this uh, this, this <laughs> like no 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 really and truly you feel like you're tapping into something like you know, with your uh, ability like you know, in this moment of like listening like what's happening in the other room even though like you're kind of like frantic and scared like you feel like you tapped into something a little bit here and now you're just like man like I, like something in your blood like something like you know, from like you know, your your uh, like. Uh, your, your dragon rider ancestors just like helps you feel a little bit more like insight as to what's going on like you, tr- you like it's almost like a, a battle trance like this this moment of ability and that both of you kind of like hear within the scuffle like the 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 pattern that like makes sense of the noise you hear like you know, the the sound of, like robot sounds like the cracking of bone that is not small enough to be a halfling not large enough to be an ogre so you must surmise to be like you know, you're, you're the little wiener dudes. Uh, and knowing what you know of them, they can't likely have survived that kind of an encounter. You hear, like, the flamethrowers going off. 
And through process of elimination, you know who that must have been aimed at. Um, but in that you hear the scuffle continue, uh, you can both surmise that, like, uh, the danger in that room is still uh, very present. Shit. I was hoping that would have gone differently. You could make any... Well, I guess you saw what was going on. I just heard fire, robot, machine sounds, and it sounded like two deaths. <laughs> but I have no you, idea you who no, all was left. No, no, no. You heard, like, you heard noise. <laughs> like, when I gave, like, that first time through, that is all that Post was able to, like, discern from that. You two are the ones that are able to, like, get, like, a little bit of a pattern from it. Like, you can all... You can... I will, I will give you this flat-out information that you guys can kind of discern. You can discern there were the deaths of some henchmen. Uh, you can discern that, like, uh, very likely that uh, Molly has been attacked by, like, you know, uh, Vox and Fig, Slewbang, uh, but you seem to have only heard, like, sounds that would indicate, like, uh, her taking damage from the fire and not from uh, from Vox's club. I also don't know the context of that room in general, because last time I saw it, there was no Fig and many, many more henchmen. So even if I did get that same information, it'd be useless to me. Kind of, yeah. Like, really, like, it's extra confusing for you because you heard, like, flamethrowers in the mix and the sound of robot arms that you have no context for. You have not seen... Uh, yeah, you have not seen Huggin' Molly. You are completely unaware of her existence. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like I do hear all the same stuff, but I just don't... I can't process it because it makes no fucking sense to me. You're just like, was that a robot? <laughs> yeah, so Leo's You're like... You're going to have to catch me up on this when we get out. Leo's just like, shit, I was hoping that would go differently. All right, to your knowledge, like, I will at least also say, like, and all three of you can surmise this, to your knowledge, whatever is going on in there is still, like, actively going. Like, it's not settled. thought you said we were good. We are. We're leaving. We're good. Mm. If you would like to go in there and die, you can, but we're leaving. Leah is full on, like, staring down at, uh, staring at Post, not staring down, because I think she's shorter than him. Um, you can stare down at someone taller than you. Yeah, she, she's staring him down, but she's not staring down at him. Leah has climbed on top of Post's shoulder <laughs> to stare down. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> are you leaving with us, or are you going in there to die? We're going to have a talk about this. Get on the disc. She jumps on the disc if Post indicates that he's actually leaving. He doesn't look happy, but, uh, yeah, he will turn around and use his map knowledge and full expeditious retreat movement to book it. Now, I will say at the movement speed that you guys are able to carry and the fact that, like, you know, the people in that room are engaged in a combat that will have to last at least, like, you know, uh, a couple of turns just based on their general stats, um, that you guys are safely out of the base and out of combat. Congratulations, none of you died. Hooray! <laughs> That's a victory. I was worried that at least one of you might die. <laughs> <laughs> if I had rolled higher on my morality check, I might have. That was entirely possible. Self-preservation. Self-preservation for the win. It's like, we're level three. This is not, this is way above our pay grade. It's, this is not our fight. <laughs> I could do better than 15 damage. I could. I could have done something. This is not our fight. <laughs> not our fight. It's like Tara's definitely conflicted right now, but it's like self-preservation won the day. Leah's good at her job. She's not that good at her job. All right, so 
to your knowledge, you guys have completed your job, question mark? What would you like to do now? Would you like to, uh, uh, would you like to call into Marlene and say, like, hey, we're done, pick us up? Do you guys want to, like, regroup over at, uh, Saw Dude's, uh, place and, like, talk things through? Uh, do you guys want to just be like, yo, take a complete, like, hard left turn and be like, actually, we're at the party island, let's do a party. <laughs> Leah's immediately on the lookout for cameras right now before she's about to do something, so she's gonna look to make sure if anyone else, aside from the three that she's, like, part of, sees her. Roll, uh, well, I'll we'll call that, um, uh, another, uh, well, another perception. Not as good. Twelve. Twelve? Yeah. To your knowledge, you are not, uh, under any surveillance. Okay. So as they're walking and moving, she pulls out her disguise kit. She's gonna start, like, changing the way her face looks with the disguise kit as they're walking and talking. I don't know. Actually, I don't know why. I think it's because of the Baldur's Gate and, like, the talking about face paint, but I just imagine that he's, like, put on full, like, clown makeup. (laughs) No, it's not clown makeup. She's just adjusting, like, the contours of, like, the way her fur appears. And then she's got, like, little, like, um, you know how they have, like, the apply uh, beard stuff? So she's got something similar, but for her hair. So she's she's changing where the spots on her face are. So she's, like, dyeing parts of her face to look a little bit more brown than reddish. So she's just adjusting certain things that she looks different than she did. Yeah, normally you look like a little bunny, but right now you look like a hair. Very different. Fuck all the way off. Are you suggesting, <laughs> Drew, are you suggesting all Herringon look the same? Yes. Wow, problematic. Cancel care. Drew. Cancel Drew, everyone? Yeah. Listen up, Herringons. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you see that she's, like, shoving her hat in her bag, and she's, like, changing out the hat that she's wearing so that it's not quite, like, the same size. You have a baseball cap now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so she's just, like, putting on different shit so she looks different and she can blend into a different kind of crowd. She's trying to look more like a party girl right now than she looked like a gardener. You take off your hat and, like, you put on, like, a a fucking sombrero. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, like one of those, like, party sombreros? No. Anyway, yeah, that's what she's doing while while they're in the process of leaving the area. All right, I'll say, like, you're using, like, your, your skills and, like, your, um... The stuff available to you. I won't make you do a, like a roll for that. You do like successfully uh, disguise yourself on the way out. Okay. You Sherlock Holmes it up. Sherlock Holmes it up. You you every spy movie ever it. She she'll she'll pass like a couple of things over to the other two. Just like put on this hat. Put on the hat. All right. Puts on that what insert whatever hat it is here. <laughs> you put on. One of those, like, island hats that's made out of straw that has, like, the straw pieces, like, sticking up on the sides. Okay. If you have she to think about head, what I put like, on a little too hard. a second, We She puts it wrong. on her head a little too hard, and her horns just go right through it. <laughs> <laughs> just right through the hat, like, hat ruined. <laughs> like, well. Leah, you, like, Leah, you paid, like, uh, a, you paid, like, ten copper for that hat, and that's just ruined. <laughs> it's fine. She's used to replacing her disguise because she doesn't care. She's just glad they're alive. And by them, she's glad she's alive. And Post puts on a flat cap. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go have another sidebar, one that's much angrier. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Angry sidebar about the wrong kind of hat. Look, I have an identity that I established in college, <laughs> and I will be damned if my college <laughs> friends don't stick to it. <laughs> All right, what do you do now? Uh, before we call anyone, Leah's gonna start walking just generally away from the area. She wants to get far enough away from here that the... If, for some miraculous reason Fig and Vox survive this and also in case the others are overhearing anything 
Like, she, to her awareness, there's nothing that's being watched, but she doesn't trust that, like, there's not a way for, like, someone to sneak up on them. So she wants to get to a secluded area, probably, um... What's his face? What's what? Saw dude? Is that the name? Saw dude. Yeah, saw yeah. dude. Yeah, she wants to get back to Saw dude's house, so that's the direction she's starting to walk in. All right, everyone on board with Saw dude's house. As we're walking, I feel like Poe's gonna be like, "Is that just it? Not th- we're not going to at least try and track down the other one." I mean, yes, obviously, at some point, but not now because we're alive, and that's all that matters. The situation is handled as far as we know and as far as we care to. That resolves our problem. That resolves what we were hired to do. I don't know what else you want. It seems as though they are split for the time being. I feel like if we were going to go after one of them, now would be the opportune time. And I think I have a means to do it with Tot's help. Man, if he has a means, it could be worth a shot, Leah. There's obviously more going on than this. What means do you have to track him down? And how how much do you think we could actually survive encountering a man who can twist time? There have to be limits to his power. But for the t- as far as tracking him down, at the very least gaining information. And Post, like, pulls out his hand and unfurls it to, at first glance, reveal absolutely nothing. And then he says, I found this on the Your hand? You found your hand on the ground. No, of course not. It would be attached to my wrist, obviously. Look closer. And as he reaches out, you see that there are cookie crumbs in his hand. You found dried cookie crumbs on the... The crumbs that he ate. We could use Tot's sense of smell to try and track him down through these. Leah knows that he's part of an assassin's guild that has been, to her knowledge, dead, and they are a very deadly assassin's guild. What exactly did remind me what Leah remembered from that situation? Because she recognized the guild. I don't remember if she recognized anything else. You don't remember, like, a huge amount about them. Like, you're not, like, a historian. But you know that they uh, they have come into conflict with your assassin's guild and to your knowledge all of them should be dead i will i will say like that like the the recognition and the fa- like you you've you haven't been like an assassin for a very long time but even you can recognize a trope of like oh an assassin from a clan that i'm familiar with that warred with my clan that should all of them be dead that's not great that's not a great <laughs> thing for him to be. I've read plenty of YA novels. <laughs> I was like, ooh, uh-uh, mm-mm. It's like, it's like when, uh, it, it's like if you uh, know an anime trope and you see the moment before it happens, you're just like, ooh, uh-uh. Even though to someone else, it'll be like innocuous. Like, I don't, like, I don't get why you're so, like, concerned. Like, well, look, this guy is threatening his life and he seems completely unconcerned, which is a bad sign. Mm-hmm. We call this the Jiraiya Sensei trope. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not great. That guy's name has the stampede in it. That's not a good sign for us. Listen, I've read enough of those fiction stories from that one writer, Artemis, or whatever the fuck her name is, that does all of those weird stories about people. And a guy like that has no reason to have been able to do all of those things. All I know is that if we're doing something like that, we need to be better prepared than we are currently, and I don't think the three of us are suited for this. I'm Whether- sorry, did you just base that off of a fiction? Yes! Would you like to say that to yourself out loud one more yeah, time? Yeah, say that really again, listen? Leah. I heard 
said what I said. <laughs> and you're not seeing you're... any issues with this. Uh, no. You didn't just eventually say, like, oh, come on, haven't you guys seen anime? <laughs> <laughs> This is a bad setup, dude. <laughs> you did in character say, like, come on, guys. Haven't you seen the anime that <laughs> To justify real world actions. I mean, look, I never said that she made sense. <laughs> I will say this. In a roundabout way, you did kind of prove your own point. Fine. And he, like, closes his fist around the cookie crumbs. Uh, and then... Stores them away in a little bag, believing wholeheartedly that the scent on these crumbs, if kept isolated, will last. <laughs> you know, real world logic. Real world logic. You know, fiction logic. Yeah, which apparently holds true here. <laughs> it's a fiction game. <laughs> Not to them! <laughs> <laughs> so, guys. You oh, guys have I didn't realize, God, how long were we talking how long and walking? We walking? You, yeah, you guys like just kind of walked right into my front door, past me while I was cooking dinner, <laughs> arguing loudly. It was a real weird vibe. Luckily, the kids are out at school right now. They're out at school while you're cooking dinner? I mean, how, long yeah. does, how long does that school go for? It doesn't go for very long. We do it later in the day because it's better for their developing brains. You know what? That makes good logical sense. And now that I think about it, I was schooled in the same way. Yes, this is how school works here. Doing it a different way would be stupid. <laughs> I once heard that they tried to pass something called a 10-point grading scale. Could you imagine? Oh, dude, that would be insane. Could you imagine if, like, it didn't count knowing a thing unless you knew 90% of it? Like, you couldn't get by with, like, you know, knowing 70% of a thing and that, like, meaning you understood it? It's an overwhelming majority. Yeah, it's like... That's how most people understand most things. Anyway, let's get back to fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> yes, speaking back, of fantasy. Back to, back to what we were talking about <laughs> earlier. Why are you guys yelling? <laughs> These two don't seem to understand what I was talking about from a fantasy article. Which one? The ones that that one, uh, the one person named Artemis always writes that show up in the weird papers. Yeah, that Oh, we hold on, weird papers? Yes. They're not even credited publishings? Some of them are, I think. What do you mean some of them are? Leah, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you, do you guys not read Artemis' stuff? I mean, we do, Who's but I don't Artemis? take it at face value. Who's Artemis? Okay, oh, okay, hold on. And he goes in. <laughs> oh, no. And there's just all these fanfiction oh, pages no. that are dedicated to all the previous people it's of like, Damned. Uh, <laughs> no, this is, there's been a time skip. Like, she's gone beyond fanfiction, <laughs> I have decided, because you brought her up. <laughs> Look, she's I like, just thought it would be a funny he, way to tie in no, character no, no, in this no, situation. You know what, Artemis is fully like now at this point, and I'm making this a called shot because now I'm in the driver's chair. <laughs> she's like she's created like the the universe equivalent to like um uh, to like YA novels and manga. <laughs> like she like you know she's this universe's like Araki. Oh my god! Like she like she like she fully writes like a lot of the most like popular comic books and shit. Just like years on that. Can we at least? Can we at least agree that because she started off doing fan fiction, that her initial like launch to fame jump off series was this world's equivalent of like a manga Fifty Shades of Grey? Mm, we could do oh. that, but I don't want to because I hate Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't. I wasn't recommending it because it's one of my favorite reads. It just it would make sense for that particular character. Though, it was just everyone. a book that took off really well. That was originally a fan fiction of another shitty book. I'll say she did that under a pen name, got like more famous, and then started releasing stuff under her actual name. It's a it's a, a fan. It's a bit of fan trivia to know that she's the one who, who wrote Fifty Shades of Fae. <laughs> I just Thank said you. the same energy. I didn't say it. I had to under, be under, Fifty Shades under the name of 
Schmartimus. She did have a pen name. I don't remember what it was, but I had to It was Schmartimus. Schmartimus. <laughs> it's canon now. You have to prove otherwise right now. Up <laughs> oh, too late. Schmartimus. <laughs> Canonical. I don't approve of this energy. He stands smart of us. No. Anyway, Saul rolls up and like he shows you like a bunch of like fantasy manga. He's like, yeah, like these. Honestly, like she's done like real adventuring work, and a lot of the like the stuff she like talks about is like real stuff. I, as I flip through this, how credible is what Saw just said based on what I am seeing? Roll insight. Ten. I can't believe we're getting on a tangent of how credible Artemis is. <laughs> this is not what I attended, but I'm this kind of glad like... it is. At, on a ten, pretty cre- like pretty credible, and like so to to put this into like terms, like um, if you've ever watched like a sports anime, <laughs> sports anime level credible of like you're talking about some real shit. <laughs> you're talking about some real shit now. A a slip does not look like that when a real person does it, but like that's a real boxing move, or like you know like ah uh, you know th- all of this is uh very slowed down and like very played up, but you are talking about some volleyball fundamentals here, like to that level that level credible. I'm sorry, I'm I'm a little confused here. Uh, when when this person slipped by, did an actual serpent like appear behind them, or is that purely metaphorical to explain she is sneaking? No, 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 no. That's that, that's metaphorical, dude. Like you, can, you got to read the subtext. It, fe- it that's beyond subtext. That's very on the nose. I feel like I can tell she's sneaking just by looking at the fact that she is sneaking. All right, look, hey, dude. I see that you are uncultured, and that is okay. <laughs> okay, now hold on one minute. Uh, uh, like, I think we're getting off track here. It's no, he's long. insulted my honor. Uh, don't fight my cousin, please. No, no, no. I'm with Saw. Saw is correct. I'll fight you. Saw so, uh, so goes for a high five. <laughs> Leah. <laughs> Leah returns the high five. I try to intercept the high five. Roll dex. <laughs> Please give me this. Can I ro- roll opposed dex? <laughs> roll opposed dex, yes. 18. Ooh. <laughs> 24. Damn it. I rolled good. You are double juked in the attempt to intercept the high five. And you kind of like follow through too much and like uh, fall off balance and you look very silly. I still don't agree with this. You can think whatever you want. And I will. Hmm. So anyway, cousin, you, yeah. it seems like you're going to be the one that will actually answer me. Yeah. What were you guys yelling about? <laughs> <laughs> look, we saw some real messed up shit some more and we made a morally questionable choice. And it's not something I think I can divulge to you, and nor do I think you want it divulged to you, so just go back to cooking dinner. Uh, I think I know what happened. <laughs> do you? Do you? Well, I mean, it's it's Tuesday. You guys clearly went to Taco Tuesday on we the did not. part of the island. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. I love the horrors. Taco Tuesday. We absolutely <laughs> The horrors of post-Taco Tuesday. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> that's, Absolutely. That's yep. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that, right that's what it was. All right. <laughs> yep. It's the nail on the head. Yep. T- we're just the basic. jungle part of the island makes crazy tacos, man. You got to be prepared for them. We no, were, we, we went get, out in the jungle. No, we didn't We didn't take the proper uh, precautions, and now we're facing the music for it. I'm yep. sure we will later. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, look. Yeah, the kids are going to be home in like you know, an hour or so, but like, yeah, like take the time in the bathroom that you guys need. 
perfect, awesome. And then she's going to drag all three of them in the back. In the back. Yes. <laughs> That's a weird way to do it, but I respect your privacy. Which is something Leah, as far as Saw knows, doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So she'll drag them on the bathroom, close the door, stuff a towel underneath the door to help, like, keep sound out, you know, like, in the crack at the bottom of the door. Um, and then pull out the speaking stone and be like, so which one of you wants to call Marlena and tell her about what happened? Post holds out his hand. She places the speaking stone in Post's hand. You've reached Marlena Montez. How's it going? I don't know. As far as I know... Ominous. <laughs> We're alive. We're alive. Yay, all three. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, right? Hold on, everyone yep. hold on. Wait, everyone hold on. And, all right, and on my tally list. And that's three for still alive. Heck yeah. Victory. So how's the mission going? We don't know. To all knowledge, it's resolved. It's in a gray area right now. Please explain. Leah said that we were fine to leave in the middle of a fight. We were. And so we don't know how the mission is progressing. To our knowledge, it's fine and it's resolved. It's um, complicated. Uh, we ran into some really, really powerful people, like far above what this job was looked like it was supposed to be. And we had to make a choice. And whether that's the right choice, we're not sure yet. Okay, so let's roll things back. Very powerful people, mm-hmm. and we—you guys had to make a getaway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely cool. Happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Can we describe these very powerful people for me, please? I can try to look them up. Well, there is—I know of one that we might be able to track down through means. Very similar to his alias, Cookie Man. Be sure to write that down, <laughs> Cookie Man. Cookie Man. Man, is that spelled how it sounds? Exactly how it sounds. Cookie Man. We have cookie crumbs by which we believe we can trace him. You can trace him through cookie crumbs? You can trace anyone through cookie crumbs. Huh. You can trace anyone through cookie crumbs. That's going in the notebook. <laughs> These are things you learn as a mailman. Leah's turning Seems towards the sink. Specific. And is like placing both hands and yet. on the side of the sink and is looking at herself in the mirror, questioning all of her decisions up until now. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was a, a halfling woman that was called Hugging Molly, I believe. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you're, no you're, you're confusing a uh, fig. Fig. Fig is a halfling. Oh, yeah, no, I meant Hugging Molly. Oh, yeah, so, uh, she, so Hugging Molly, you didn't really get to discern uh, her, like, race. You didn't get to see, like, a lot of... Actually, you didn't see her. You can't did, describe her. Did, I mean, I could. We, me and Leah could. <laughs> yeah, did, did Tara see? Yeah, you, like, you guys have to describe her uh, post. You fully are unaware of this person's existence. You <laughs> heard him... You heard Cookie Man talk to someone named Molly on his phone and then, like, no other real, like, information. Okay, fair. I will retcon that then. I had to think th- back through that in my own head. What race was Mo- was Molly? Was she just remember. a human, or what was she? Uh, the two of you don't have that, like, fully... Like, she was humanoid and human-shaped and size, but, like, you don't know for sure, because you didn't, like... She had a mask on, a hood up, and it was, like, generally covered. Okay. So you can't say for certain, but you could describe her as, like, possibly human. Yeah, one was the Cookie Man, and then this humanoid robot person named Molly, who could literally lift an entire ogre and slam him down on the floor. I'm sorry, what? 
Yeah, you, you, you what missed all that. What, what happened with what? what? Uh, a human. Uh, a sh- and, uh, okay. Um, so, real quick, everyone's gonna take a quick pause. Um, I'm gonna mute the line real quick. <laughs> this, this seems of questionable morality, and that says a she, lot considering she, what we just did. Uh, she does not uh, properly mute the line. You hear her going. <laughs> Marlena. Uh, Marlena, Ma- 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 you didn't mute the Ma- line. Marlena, Ma- 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 we can hear you. Marlena, Ma- we can hear Take, you. Wait, it, hold on. I'm, it, I'm in through the nose, out through the mouth. Shit. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We're, we're alive, we're not, remember? We're alive. We're not judging. Okay, we are not judging. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. You're doing a great right, job. Keep going. Oh. Keep going. Everything is fine. So, yeah, there's the cookie man and that robotic lady named Hugging Molly. And um, me and Leah made the executive. Hugging Molly. Molly. That's what they were calling her, yeah? Oh. Good. Oh, Hold on. Is there something you, you like want to clarify? It seems like you know something. I think that this mission is done now, and you should come back. Oh, good. To See, I'm oh, glad we're on the same page. Okay. All done. Yeah, okay, we're all done. And it's done, yep. and back to base. Please explain. I and think so. You did it. Well, we, we did it and it's I over. That's all that needs to matter. To Let's go. I think we'll clarify this when we get back to base. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. You have yeah. you have an interest in learning a lot of information, and it seems like it's going to get you killed one day, Post. She's not wrong. And I am fine with that. Information is power. If you say so. She says with a little bit of a smirk. It's like a little bit all too telling. Oh, Better than being a coward. If you say so, Post. So do you guys agree to like return back to base? Yes. Yes. All right. So we'll say like, you know, like, you know, you guys are like, you make your way to the teleporter. Like, you know, you, you probably spent like one last night at your cousin's. You have like a nice dinner. Uh, a very he, tense he, nice it's, dinner. It's very, it's very clear that like he started dinner over and that he was making tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Post is now even angrier that he does not get a proper taco Tuesday. <laughs> he, like he was making tacos and he like thought better of it, and then he made like he, he like barely changed the idea. He made like enchiladas. <laughs> this is acceptable. Uh, you guys have like a nice dinner, and uh, you guys get on like the teleporter to teleport back to base. Everybody, roll. What did I? What did I do for the teleporter to oh, not God, jostle? Oh, God, that's right. What did I set the stat at for the teleporter to make sure you don't jostle? It was a con save, Five. I believe. Yeah, it was a con save, I Was think. it a con save? Yeah, it was a con save. Pretty sure. Yeah. Because I was real confident, and then I ate shit. Yeah. Mm. You guys are correct. It is con. Please roll the con save. There we go. Much better. 15? 12. 6. Uh-oh. Mm. Ah, karma. All right, so post you and your your stoicism after like this time, like you know, luckily for you, this time no one peed in your boots, <laughs> and you didn't see someone with a premium golden huvu right before. You <laughs> now I just now I'm being held still by rigid fury. <laughs> yeah, you're so mad that you're like staying completely still, and you're fine. Leah, I have I have a reason for Leah fidgeting. Oh no. All right, what, what happened with Leah? What, Leah what you... Leah's too fidgety because she's got her head on a swivel because she's keeping an eye out for anyone that could be, like, following them back. She's doing regular assassin shit, and so she turns right when the the thing goes off and clips a section of her ear. 
Yep. And uh, Tara. Yep. I feel like you're still like you know, in your nerves a little bit. Yeah. About everything sure. that we're done. It's like it's been a hell of a couple days for her. Like all the freaking stuff with dig deeper and seeing people get literally murdered and burned in front of her. Just like oh god. Oh yeah. I don't think, like I think you're the um of the group. I think this, I think this is your first time seeing death. Outside of like natural death. Outside, yeah, outside of like the natural death of like you know just farm people, animals and such. Yeah, natural death or just people dying of old age. <laughs> Yeah, and also this is your first time taking six damage from jostling around too much. Well, shit. Both of us? Yep. Okay. But you guys arrive on base. Tara, you're able to kind of like like catch yourself a little bit, but you still like kind of eat it. Like, uh, Leah, you like you fully land like uh, upside down. <laughs> I help Tara up. Uh, thank you, posted. Tara helps Leah up. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Leah. And uh, when you guys get there, like, Marlena is already there, and uh, so is Chauncey. All right, you're here, too. I am your bosh. We haven't really seen much of you. I just kind of forgot. Well, I'm like the, I'm like the, the sheep of Orge, but uh, uh, we need to have a chat in my office, uh, all three of you, and uh, Marlena as well. It sounds good. Let's, let's go. Alright, let's head on over. And you guys head on over to his office. And it's like, it's a very, like, plain office. Like, it's it's very, like, middle manager level, like, office. Like, it's nicer than Marlena's. And, that, like, Marlena's a very, like, kind of, like, upstart office. It is nowhere near, like, Johan's, like, ostentatious, like, like, I am very, like, I am very high status office. It's just, like, you know, he's got a couple of, like, nice tchotchkes. His desk is, like, you know, rather than being made of, like, kind of shitty, like, plywood, it's made of, like, you know, it's uh, built to last. Um, he's got a couple of, like, you know, photo frames of him and, like, a bunch of, like, other, like, uh, skeletons. Uh, even though, like, you know, again, like, he is, like, currently, like, a Warforged, but with a skeleton in it. Uh, like, you got a pictures of him, like, you know, at skeletons with, like, his other skeleton buddies. Um, there's a little, like, uh, framed, uh, uh what you call it? A little frame certificate that says, like, uh, 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 what you call it? Best, uh, skeleton union rep. And like just has like a year on it. Like you know, it's got it's got like some charm to the office there. There's only one motivational poster on the wall. <laughs> yeah, there's a singular motivational poster. It's uh Is it the same like hang in there? I was thinking like... the same thing. <laughs> I, was, like, I was trying to think of like I was like, what would be like their equivalent of like hang in there? We already have that. That's we already have store. that. It's on the merch it's, store. No, it's 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 the hang in there with like Saith hanging upside down. You know what, yeah, yeah, it it is like it is actually like it, it is um it is verbatim safe doing like the hang from the tree and it says hang in there um and like you guys recognize uh those posters they're like they're relatively common because the um i mean they the, literally the saved the world well, the, the raven's roost orphanage like will do them as like a little like like, you know, like a charity cal like you know, how some places will like sell a charity calendar like they'll sell like those posters. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god it's the equivalent of the fireman's calendar. Yeah, but like they'll sell like those posters, <laughs> or for people. So like it's relatively common to Is come across them. Is it just of Saith, or are there other people too? There, there's other people, but like this okay. one's like this was a common design. Safe. Mostly safe. Like I so you guys sit down. Like, well, first and foremost, uh, I'd like to thank you guys. You guys helped me get a little bit of a promotion here. Well, short of a promotion. It was more additional job responsibilities and a slight bump in pay. 
Congratulations. Should we know well, why well exactly that happened? Ah, so I think uh, Johan's exact words were, Look, I'll give you more money. Just don't let those chuckle fucks back into my office. So, <laughs> uh, that's your additional responsibility. <laughs> so now uh, well, I have to make sure that if there's anything big that you come to me first. <laughs> and uh, so that's pretty neat. Anyway. Is there uh, any level of big in which we skip you and go straight to Johan? Just out of curiosity. Uh, he has specified no. Got it. He can change that as she is in charge of me. Anyhow. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> uh, you guys seem to have... So, from looking through like the mission report, uh, it sounds like you did locate the source of the fake IDs, which was like your, your general mission. So, mission accomplished. Uh, you guys are also going to be receiving some additional hazard pay for coming into contact with uh, what are classified as extraordinarily dangerous individuals. So, uh, hmm. golf claps all around. Good stuff. You're going to get a little, little extra pay for your job. Isn't that oh. nice? Leah's side eyes post when the phrase extraordinarily dangerous individuals is said. Now, That's great. Speaking of which, uh, we do, uh, for company policy, uh, need to inform you of the nature of the people you came into contact with as uh, yeah, it can't be assumed that you know uh, every like you know, top ten most wanted criminal in the world person you come across. Is that top a hypothetical 10. example, or is that actually where they rank? Uh, duh, duh, don't be concerned that much about that statement. Yeah, anyway, take that as a yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very definitive yes. <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, have come into contact with two members of. Uh, the organization Seance. Uh, is, it, is anyone familiar with Seance in the, their own Are role? we? No. Role history. There's no way Tara knows. <laughs> Tara is somehow the only one that knows. <laughs> Tara has disadvantage on this. <laughs> Tara gets full disadvantage because you're a sheltered little bee. I am a sheltered little Oh, dang. That sucks. You got... Yeah, okay, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know. Three. Yeah. Oh, how surprising. Tara doesn't know of this ancient organization that's supposed to be dead or whatever. I got an the, eight. The farm an girl. Eight? And mm, not great. Can would would Leah reasonably have advantage because of the whole Assassins Guild thing? Not quite. This is more okay. like I just this would be more like knowing sense. about like an organization that shows up on like the FBI's most wanted list that doesn't necessarily travel in the same circles that yours. That no, that tracks. I just wanted to check. Sixteen. Oh, that is enough. You have heard of them a little bit, like Leah and Leica. You've heard the name Seance. And you have heard, like, uh, almost like a, a slogan of sorts, uh, resurrect a dead age. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Resurrect a dead age? Yes, resurrect a dead age. Seance. That's metal as fuck. Hmm. Yeah. I guess someone really cool came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so... We'll the... never know who... We'll never know. Wait, Probably so... Probably someone to overcompensate. Wait, wait, wait. So, Fuck resurrect you. a dead, dead age, and then seance is the phrase? Yeah, seance is the name of the organization. Oh, okay. And, like, uh, resurrect a dead age, or to resurrect a dead age, is, like, kind of, like, their... Like, I guess you could call it, like, their modus operandi, like, their, their mission statement. Okay. You just know them as, like, generally, like, troublesome, but, like, not much beyond that. But, uh, you are gonna get, like, you know, a general rundown from Chauncey, who says, uh, show, um, seance, era. Uh, they're a, a dangerous criminal organization uh, who, you know, they do have a mission statement of resurrect the dead age. That's a very metal thing to say. Uh, but they um, 
to uh, a lot of people's chagrin, uh, we haven't been able to fully discern what they are attempting to accomplish beyond that. Um, nor has anyone been able to kind of capture or get a beat on any of their members. From the sounds of it, you've encountered two of their members and their, uh, two of their highest rank operatives, which, uh, because they really like to keep with that, uh, that, uh, that theme of theirs, they're all named after kind of like, you know, ghouly, ghosty type dudes there. So, uh, you have encountered, uh, Hogan Morley. Uh, and uh, El Shibon. Okay, I hope I'm pronouncing that one right. El, Sh- El Shibon? El, Shibo- El Shibon? The Whistler. I believe it's Cookie Man, actually. Uh, I think that's just the name really we gave. There. That's the name I we do gave see him. here that Marlena did submit that to be updated in the database as another of his aliases, and it was immediately denied. <laughs> uh, Marlena... Uh, you want to you want to chime in on it? Post said his name was Cookie Man. Post okay. did okay. say his name was Cookie Man. He did say that. So uh, we'll, we'll leave that where it is. But um, yeah, so good job not dying when uh, coming into contact with these people. Thank you. And uh, good job uh, taking out your fake ID ring through kind of proxy. Uh, now. When they got there, did it seem like they were there like, for the same reasons as you? Like that's the thing that's unclear in the mission report that we kind of have to clarify, as um this is bigger than what we tend to handle, and so we have to pass on this information to like the necessary uh, authorities. They did take a briefcase that seemed to contain some aspect of what they were the original organization was using to create these counterfeit IDs, a sort of chronal energy of sorts. Hmm. All right, all right. So and he, like, see... explains, like, what was explained to us. Yeah, like, so you get, like, that explanation, like, you know, uh, we'll say you guys, like, generally give, like, you all give your accounts, like, the general rundown, like, he... Exposition. Yeah. Exposition. Just making sure to include the information that, oh, yeah, he can control time and... Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. All of that stuff. Oh, and for anyone listening at home that would like to know those two characters' names without my funny accent, it is Huggin' Molly and El Simon, the Whistler, which, uh... You know what? I'll say if you ever come into contact with him again, that name will uh, gain clarification. But that being said, uh, after you guys like give like you know, your 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 statements and such, uh, like you know Chauncey like you know, like jots it all down. It's actually pretty neat in that like you know, he puts out like a little like notebook that seems too small for like his you know big old like robot hands, and then like a little like pet attachment pops out of his like forearm, and then <laughs> just like very quickly scribbles down like everything that he's like uh like everything that he's hearing from you guys there. Um, and yeah, like, kind of finishes that up, uh, looks to, like, the three of you, like, alright, so, I'm gonna get your payment divvied out to you guys there. Um, from the looks of it, you guys have earned from your job here. So, your, your standard pay for, uh, you know, your, 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 your quote-unquote hushity-hush work with, uh, a client that shall not be named wink-wink of, uh, 200 gold pieces. And... An additional hazard pay of nearly 100 gold pieces, so you're sitting pretty at 300. Um, I will say that when I give you guys, like, your amounts of gold going forward, it'll be, like, you know, with the assumed, like, you're, like, uh, assumed, like, you know, taking out, like, your living expenses and stuff like that. We're not going to get that, like, uh, minute with it. I'm not going to be like, all right, like, now take from your earnings 
how much you spent on rent or whatever. But you know, I was going to ask yeah. how much how much is my rent. I don't feel like calculating rent, so I was gonna say like that's the yeah, thing that you're boring, taking care of. Yeah, it's boring. My It's fine. Yeah, like that's we're, not the point we're, of we're this. worried about the fun gold. We're worried about the fun gold. So you guys have three hundred gold of fun gold for buying shit. Cool, cool. Does that oh, al- cool. does that also include my hoo expenses? Sure. Who's <laughs> <laughs> has so the brief money. moment where Drew debates? Do I have him have a hoo No, take ten gold out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a necessity. <laughs> Far as he's concerned. Yeah. All right, so you guys have gotten your pay, and um, so uh, our client, uh, you know, as you, as you know, this was your first mission. It was kind of like a proving ground. Uh, from the reports that we've given, uh, they will be sent to them for review, and uh, you may receive more work from them in the future. Uh, you may not. Now, in between then, of course, get your know, regular job or contracts that you guys can take. Uh, but uh, I will just say, uh, you know, well done. Uh, uh, go clap all around. Uh, on, uh, you, know, you got thrown a real big curveball on your first big mission. Um, oh, also, I saw you guys on Let's Get Deeper, and that was We fantastic. don't need to talk about that. No, no. no it's great. No, no, no we don't need to talk about that. Post, you Chauncey, cried so please. many times. They aired it so quickly. Honestly, that was filmed yesterday. The characters they had us play oh, yeah, for the, that it, was so intense. Know that's, a live, that's a live, like... That's a live? It's live. Oh, gosh, I hope my People have died on that show. Oh, thank oh, God we well, don't have cable. Well, um, it's fake. You know it's fake dying, right? They, they give you those, those personas to play when you go up there, so all of the information you're doing is just pure acting. Roll deception with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> disadvantage. Also, Post is so fully done with Leah's bullshit right now, he's walking because, because of the amount of information that was volunteered that was, like, almost, like, publicly known about, like, Post who's, like, a sem- like not a public public figure, but, like, known enough of, like, being a member of this family. Okay. I have dirty 20, and then Leah adds... With disadvantage. With disadvantage. I got Ooh, a... Ooh, penis. I got a 13 on the die, plus my 7 to deception. Fuck you, I'm rolling insight. She, and then she she adds, she adds too, so I can make that make sense. Of course they keep it close to what you already do, so that it makes sense what you're saying, but it's all just character acting. He fucking believes you. <laughs> he believes you, and he goes like, oh... Well, that can't take some of the fun out of it. I thought this was like real character drama. Now it's like, you know, now this is just like your world wizard wrestling where like half your stuff's just faked. Honestly, it's I all reality TV. I'm sorry. Anymore. I'm sorry you didn't know that about reality. Whatever we're calling it, TV. Is that what, what, are, we, what are we saying? Spe- reality Stone. I'm sorry you didn't That's know that. That's a weird that. thing to have said in character. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we call? What the fuck are we call this shit now? <laughs> <laughs> The names have changed so many times. Oh no, we're just we're very consistent with it. Who fucking cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for me to drop out of the voice. I've got to be honest. <laughs> All right, so you guys have successfully like survived and such. Uh, you guys have like your meeting with Chauncey, and uh, you know, as uh, the meeting like draws to a close, uh, he says to you guys like, "All right, show um." Well done. Make sure you keep your, your ears out for contracts and things of that nature. And, um, well, I'd imagine you guys want to get some uh, rest, and I'd imagine you'd want to probably gear up for any other missions uh, in the future. So, um, I'd say it's high time that you guys uh, had your first, like, official, official visit to uh, our friend Little Lena at the pawn shop. And that is where we'll end our tale for now. Woo! Woo!
We're alive. And We're alive. We're alive. Not dead. Not dead. dead. Not dead. Not dead. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And make sure to stick around until the end for some unique bloopers. A very big thank you to all our incredible patrons. Your support directly helps us create more fun content for your listening pleasure. If you'd like to become a patron to support the show, check us out on patreon.com backslash agents of damn to gain access to things like our patron discord channel, our peek behind the screen episodes where we decompress after each session, our special bonus episodes where we might reveal more plot better NPCs, or just play other fun TTRPGs, and our patron shoutouts each episode. Speaking of, thank you to Queenie and Marty for being veteran operatives. If you'd like to hang out with the cast, join our Discord linked in our social medias, or follow us across the internet. Drew can be found at Liger00 Sarrow, I can be found at Greekachu, Jordan slash Hoshi at Pokachap, and Chelsea at Little Black Feather. The show handle is at Agents of Damned, at Agents of D, or at AOD. But honestly, with the state of social media, if you'd like to interact with us, the best way is through our Discord. Anyway, until next time, bye! Shout out to everyone who watched the previous episode. I have a craving for chocolate. <laughs> As opposed to the people who listen to the podcast on Shuffle. I have a craving for chocolate chip cookies now. Thanks. <laughs> we can stop by the store on the way home. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Art is an explosion. Yeah, good really? No one? No good. Naruto fans? All right, fine. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. motherfucker with the fucking hands, arm, the Data? mouths in his hands. Data, Data. yeah, Data. Lick, Data. licky palms. Data with the licky palms. Oh yeah. Anyway, man, that was a good fight. That was a good. Data art. versus Gar. Oh, yeah. that was, anyway, that was good. Anyway. Ow! No one heard. No one saw that. What you hearing yourself with the elbow on the table? I didn't do that. <laughs>